Healthy Living Tuesdays with Ronald Abergee. Hi there, Ronald, and a Happy New Year to you. And an amazing and blessed one to you and the team too. All right, and uh, today, more than any other day, um, Noomzi, I think to an extent, Lizette, raring and eager to hear what this 16-hour diet is all about. Uh, tell us, uh, describe this intermittent fasting. Is th- that's what it's called, isn't it? That's supposedly what it's been labelled as. Mm. Now, it's known as the 16 to 8 ratio diet, where you're fasting, literally not eating or drinking for 16 hours, and they say your sleep period is included into that, and then thereafter you can eat for 8 hours, and then you fast again for 16 hours. So it's intermittent 16-hour uh, periods um, in your different days. So what, what, what it boils it? down to. What, what, is it broken up? 16 hours here, you go 8 and... 8 and 16, 8 and 16. And there's different variations of it. I mean, this diet's actually been around since early, you know, 2010. Yeah. So it's been around for a while, but it gains popularity every now and then. Hmm. If it includes your sleep period, which hmm. should be like eight hours, so actually you're only fasting for eight hours, then? You're fasting for 16, because when you're sleeping, you're also fasting. That's why we say you need to jog your metabolism as you wake, or else your body will have a slow metabolism. That's why breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Oh, uh, so okay. it's, it's, yeah, it accounts for the eight yeah, hours you're sleeping. Sleep then it's 16. Oh, there, that's easy. Man. I know, that's I've a, been, I've that's been having That's what we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing that. <laughs> How does it affect one's body? What, you know, what are the pros and cons? The pros and the cons are, I mean, the pros is you could say, yes, it helps detox my body. I'm getting rid of toxins. I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm forcing my body to really go back to its natural state of not over consuming on food etc that's the reasoning slash excuse slash pros that many people will have for fasting Mm. but the reality is this is that the cons outweigh the pros with this because you're putting your body at risk of dehydration Mm -hmm. there's no liquids or fluids number two is you're creating um, literally such a caloric deficit that when you do eat something your body's going to hold on to it very much like interest inflation and the petrol price you'll keep on holding on to things and keep increasing oh. so you got to be very careful thereof so you mm-hmm. risk so many metabolic issues with that if you stick to that 16 hour diet for a long period of time mm. now a study which took place conducted uh, rather back in 2007 showed that intermittent uh, fasting uh, not only reduces the risk of cancer but also cardiovascular disease you know what? The studies that show that and the studies that show other things. The question is, was it a study done by those that are pro for it? I agree that intermittent fasting, not on the 16-hour period, mm-hmm. has got f- phenomenal benefits. For example, if you fast for four to six hours a day, twice a week, once a month, that is okay because you're really forcing your body to you know, recalibrate its internal biological and metabolic clock. Mm. That is okay. Mm. But if you're doing that every day for a week, two weeks or three weeks, you're creating more damage than good because the bodies were meant to eat. You'll be another King Dalenyebo who doesn't eat and ends up with, oh, yeah. with nutrition deficits. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's what you don't want to do and create because mm. the long-term repercussions are serious. Mm. But would you recommend it? And no, I wouldn't. Not? Because intermittent fasting affects the amount of energy that goes to your brain, the, you know, the, the glucose in your body. So you really will be lethargic, you'll be drained out, etc. And people could say, I could be on a high fat diet, it's mm-hmm. okay, I'll have more energy over time. Yeah, you might, but you're sleeping. And then when you wake up, you need to jog your metabolism up. So you technically are going to be not burning fat, you'll be wasting muscle away. And keeping mm-hmm. the fat there where it shouldn't be. Mm, what's the alternative to that? Eat healthy. The alternative is this, is find a balance with what you do. And that is, for me, the biggest trend for this year, is that find balance with your eating. Find balance with your exercise. It's not about going to the extremes. This, for me, is an extreme. The Banting diet is the other extreme. You know, and other Mediterranean soul food diets on the other extremes. Yep. So the reality is this, is find a balance. You know what's good, you know what's bad. Mm-hmm. Watch your portion control, eat frequently, and minimize the amount of junk food that you eat. Mm. Our health fact of the week. It's related to that in a, in, in, in a very uh, 
extended way and that is that women shouldn't feel alone when dealing with one of the most concerning issues that they deal with mm -hmm. the big C and that is cellulite oh. because the health fact is that men also suffer from that only 10 to 15 percent of men but we still suffer from that not me not you maybe Numzi he's <laughs> the 15 percent in this room so oh. ladies you are not yeah. alone in dealing with cellulite we all have that problem to face deal with and ultimately you're right Lizette Numzi is here yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. All right, Ronald. Nice to see you, man. We'll catch up again. You too, most next definitely. Healthy Living Tuesday with our exercise physiologist. That's what we're all about on Tuesdays on the drive. Get ready.